right? Where, like, okay, here's my question. Where the fuck is that? But exactly. There has to be. There must be like, this is the thing. <gasps> is that, it just out in the ether? No, no, no. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hey. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello, back. Hello, everyone. Wow, that's <laughs> fake as all hail and tarnation. Uh, so Dan- <laughs> Daniel's going through some stuff, but apparently not when we're recording. Um, It's called being professional, Rose. Um, it's called being fake. Some of us should learn how to be <gasps> professional, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel was so grumpy right before we started recording. I was wondering what that was. What? What are you looking for? Because when I was editing, I saw this new thing. Oh, this thing. blue-like thing? Yeah. Don't worry. I yeah. cut it out. But it, like, yeah. I was like, I don't remember that being there before. So it wasn't but anyway, anyway, that's a very sorry. interesting conversation. Let's cut that part out. No, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, why are you so grumpy? I'm not grumpy, Rose. You'd be okay? grumpy as all hell. I just guys, I had to, I had to just, I had to be very, you know, you know, because he's a man, he's very sensitive. Rose had to be comforting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he's a man, you know, you have to, you have to just ease them through life mm. because you know it's very difficult for them. Anyway, you know you you saying that reminds me of another um, person that's been blowing up on TikTok. Who be blown up? Oh, what's his name? He's like this really rich guy. Okay, um, and his name's like um, fuck. What's his name? What is he? What? Why is he famous on TikTok? Okay, well, tell tell me about this man. He had like he started his own like company. Okay. And basically, um, it's like Imal or Imo for. <laughs> uh huh. I will find it, guys. Now we'll okay. take you guys on the next episode. Sure. Um. Well, the future, future episode. Sure. But anyway, he um someone made a response TikTok. This is what yeah. came up on my TikTok. Of and basically, he was like made a comment about how he doesn't believe he's like a white man, good looking white guy. Uh huh. And he's like, I don't believe in um male privilege. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> and then this guy like responded and was like, okay, so you've never had a situation where, you know, you've been uncomfortable getting into a taxi because you thought the taxi driver was going to take advantage of you or uh-huh, uh-huh. all this other sh- stuff. And he's like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> but you just made me think of that. Anyway, oh I'm, God. You know, sensitive. And yes. You're very sensitive. Having man. a moment. You're having a moment. Um, anyway, guys, we have a new Patreon. We sure do. So we'd like to say thank you to Jamie. For joining the Patreon family. Welcome, so if welcome. you guys have not joined Patreon yet, definitely check it out. It's patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Yeah. And what do they get, Daniel? So you guys, you get an extra bonus episode every single month and you get access to the library of all of our previously recorded bonus episodes. And there's a shitload of them now, yeah. guys. Um, and also you get all of the episodes a week before everyone else. And all the content on there is ad free. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely join. Mm-hmm. The link is in the show notes and also in the description. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's jump in. Oh my god, it's so we're gonna, crazy. We're gonna jump in, but first of all, Rose, okay. why are we going to talk about what we did? La- what we did last night? Oh god, we went to Pride. We did. God, so, did you feel proud? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Calgary's Pride is this week, guys. And or was this was, this was week. yesterday? Yeah. Yes. Well, it was. The it's kind, kind of, of a weird time. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a strange time, but it's. A, they, I think they always do it on this like long weekend. They do for some weird reason though, because yeah. I thought everywhere else they did their Pride in like that kind of Pride month in mm-hmm. June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
some, or I don't know. some places do because there's like Pride Month now, which is global. Yes. And then now there's like Pride Weeks in uh-huh. different places. But anyway, anyway, so yesterday was Pride. And yeah. what did you think, Daniel? So we went. <laughs> and last, we, we haven't been for years because of obviously COVID and everything else. But like the last time that I went to Pride in Calgary, I wasn't living here. I actually came for the summer. And it was so fun. Like... It was like they had these beer gardens. They had all these like wild entertainment. There was like dancing. There was tons of people there. Yeah. Like it was such a fun um, experience. Um, And what was it like this time? (laughs) It was uh, empty as all hell. Yeah. And well, they changed the venue. So before Mm -hmm. we had it in like the main park in our city, which is like the park in our like central downtown. And I don't, we've always had it there. So I don't know why they changed the location, but I feel like it's it's cost effective or something. I don't know, but it's like, it's like not as good. It's like just, it's, it's more spread out Mm -hmm. and the beer gardens were separate from the stage, which kind of like ruined the vibe. And people were just sitting around. Like there was really nothing going on. Yeah. Cause last time when it was in the park, it was kind of in this like one area of the park where you had to get in. And once you're in, that was like the beer gardens and everything, right? It was all together. So you could like grab a drink, go sit, walk up to the stage stage dance do whatever it was actually really fun it was super fun i know and then it was this very year disappointing it was like you had a separate beer gardens and then you had like weird stalls like miles across the field <laughs> yeah and i was like and then there was like maybe like 15 people there like <laughs> i was like okay hey, this is oh god actually like ridiculous. as if we needed this to happen why is all these events in calgary so fucking disappointing no do you think a lot of people are still like scared of covid and stuff no or? we're in calgary come on that's true we are in calgary. are you joking we're me we're, do, do you not remember what happened at stampede <laughs> it was jam-packed that's true actually Stampede would be fucking jam-packed. Yeah, well, and this year, I was like watching, again, we, we've already talked about this, guys, but we were watching TikToks about how people spent literally thousands of dollars to come here for Stampede. Ew, I don't understand. I'm sorry, guys. No one <laughs> should do that, ever. <laughs> but yeah, like, I was I was pretty shocked. I, I was, was so like, disappointed. I know, because like I was like expecting to, you know, have an ambiance of similar ambiance. to like a little festival, mini festival kind oh, of vibe. It was like the most depressing ambiance of ever. Oh, God. So yeah. Anyway, we it was not up, fun. Yeah, I did still end up getting a little bit drunk, mm-hmm. but... Uh, a little more than a little bit some of us mm-hmm. <laughs> some of us had a couple bottles of wine after oh god damn mm-hmm. so needless to say i woke up today and <laughs> i was like you're feeling a little bit of hangover blues, blues. yeah mm-hmm. i'm just kind of like i'm like god i need to s-. like because the part of it is like you always obviously you have a good time going out and it's like super fun but then on the flip side it's like i really enjoy my weekend so much more like we've had a couple weekends recently where like we've gone hiking and doing all this like really fun stuff during the day instead of waking up feeling like a piece of shit <laughs> I know. And I'm just like, really, maybe this is my time to like start living like a sober life or something. <gasps> oh, Daniel, are you are you announcing sobriety on I don't our know. podcast? <laughs> no, I don't know yet, guys. I'm just like very. Well, you know, th- there is a, you know. Happy medium. <laughs> yes, Daniel. <laughs> like, you don't have to get blackout drunk. I wasn't blackout drunk last night. You were pretty fucking drunk, though, were you not? I was tipsy. Yes. <laughs> you were more than tipsy, which is why you hung out. O- you woke up with a hangover. That's true. So I think I think there is a there is a middle ground mm. situation which neither of us are good at achieving are we <laughs> I wasn't too bad this morning although yes I was definitely more tired than mm. I would be otherwise it, here's the, here's the deal what I do now is like what well, what I did last night which I think I'm going to just keep doing I'm, although this over reliance on uh, drugs and alcohol probably not good <laughs> but what, yesterday what do do, first of us. all I ate a big meal so yeah. probably again not good I ate ramen at like probably midnight. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I need to go to bed. And then I think actually maybe I did go to bed. And then in the middle of the night, I kind of woke up and I could feel the headache coming. You know, when you just know that oh, there's yeah. a headache coming. It's so I took, so I took, uh, you know, a couple Advils, went mm-hmm. to bed and I woke up and I was fine. 
<laughs> Something we're not promoting on this podcast, guys. Using drugs anyway, and you yes, know, all that kind of stuff. There is a happy medium, but I do. There I is, understand yeah. the feeling because it's like yeah. on one hand, we want to have fun and we want to go drinking mm-hmm. and we enjoy it at the moment. Yeah. But then the next day is kind of depressing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh God, is it? Yeah. Was it? Well, I mean, it was, I had a good time. I did have a good time. So. I know. Uh, well, they say that when you drink, it's like, it's actually really bad because one of the things that happens, I can't remember exactly, but basically you get like a hit of dopamine or whatever, mm-hmm. like a pretty significant amount when you drink, I think something along those lines. Right. Yeah. And then, so the next day, one of the reasons why you feel like not just like shit, like but also you feel like kind of depressed is because like that kind of, you know, it's such a, it's the same with other drugs, like drinking is a drug. Right. Yeah. So it's the same with like, you get that high and then you get that kind of crashing like low. Mm. So you feel just, sadder than you normally would even though there's no reason i'm feeling pretty sad today oh daniel it's gonna be okay i think also because you're leaving me for <clears throat> so long oh god damn i'll be leaving to- <gasps> i'll be leaving tomorrow i thought you were happy i was leaving well, well you know, <laughs> happy and sad <laughs> um yeah guys i'm leaving for thailand and vietnam and singapore tomorrow did, did you book singapore i did okay so i have a little like dilemma okay, okay? what's the dilemma Rose? so the dilemma is okay first of all like there's so many random flights i had to book in this goddamn trip okay mm-hmm. so i'm going from here to thailand which by the way it's here to vancouver vancouver to japan japan to thailand okay yeah. like fucking long ass journey so i get to thailand and i do i'm doing like a tour with my followers in thailand mm-hmm. fun times i'm very excited yeah that'll be good and then i'm ending in chiang mai so chiang mai is like the last stop of thailand and then i'm staying a few days after the tour just to like recuperate mm-hmm. and then i'm flying from chiang mai to uh vietnam okay i think i'm going to hanoi mm. i think that's the first stop so my my dilemma is so the flight i booked maybe i'm an idiot but like the flight i booked like there's no direct flights from chiang mai to like where i'm going in vietnam okay so it's going from chiang mai to bangkok and then bangkok to vietnam which okay. is fine but i realized that they're First of all, they're both budget airlines, which I don't mind. But the problem is that means that my uh, carry-on allowance is only 7 kilos, which normally it's 10 kilos. Yeah. And apparently it's 7 kilos total. So I can't even have like... Because you know you have like your your carry-on item and, and then, then a like personal a item. Yeah. So that means I need to check a bag. Now the problem is these are two different airlines. So if I check a bag... I'll need to get the bag and recheck it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Is there any way you can pay <laughs> extra just to have it on carry-on but heavier? That's what I was looking at, but I don't think so. Mm. So now I'm fucked. Cause I, and the, <laughs> the kicker is that I only have an hour and a half in between the flights. <laughs> oh, Rose. Oh, God. And apparently I, there's no refund, so I don't know what to do. Fuck. What do I do? What would you do? Now I'm thinking maybe I'll just book... Like, I'll just, like, forego the cost of the first flight, and I'll mm-hmm. try to book a flight, like, that has, earlier. Yeah, that has carry-on, or not carry-on. No, um, I mean, not necessarily. Like, I don't know. Like, mm. or I, I can book the same airline, but just, like, <clears throat> if I have plenty of time, it's okay, but... But how strict are they going to be if you show up at the airport and you're a couple kilos over? I don't know. Because then you can be, We're like, talking budget airlines, Daniel. They are fucking that, strict. That's true. Ryan they do not play. Oh, Ryan Ryanair. Air. They are fucking oh. measuring that shit. Oh. It's to the goddamn they, ground. They, and you know, like, you know what, you know what's a problem when they wheel out that device? That, like, your <laughs> carriage. Thing, it has to fit in that little, like, fucking <laughs> and you, box. And you see people, like, pushing <laughs> the bags, trying to get them in. I'm just like, oh, God. Actually, yeah. I th- one of the funniest, funniest things that I've ever seen bless her this lady so i was on a tour in tasmania and we were flying all of us were on the same flight to go back to the mainland mm. and oh 
What happened, Daniel? I look over and the poor the poor lady that was on this trip with us, um, she had like literally so much stuff in her bag and so her bag was overweight. And of course it's a budget airline. So <laughs> she started like unpacking Putting. her bag and she literally just like loaded herself up <laughs> with so much stuff. Oh my God. So of course she set off the metal detectors, like everything was going crazy. And then literally it was the stupidest thing though. Cause she did eventually get through. And then all she did is un- exactly. pack into her suitcase. I know. So I was like, Hey, this is the stupidest thing and ever. And the people that were working there probably saw her doing oh, that yeah. thing. I know it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that they have to have certain level of, you know, like rules, yeah. but at the same time, I understand like, it more. I, I guess I do understand that there has to be kind of a weight thing because you know, those overhead bins, like they can only support so much yeah, yeah, weight. Yeah, totally, right? totally. And then also I think for the, in terms of like your actual luggage, luggage that gets checked, the reason they have weight limits is more for the workers. Cause if right. it's over, like, I think if it's over 20 kilos, it's considered like heavy. Right. Um, and then they have to sticker it. So people know not to like, cause they might go to grab a bag and throw out their back. Right. Sure, like, sure, sure. you know, so yeah. they kind of have to know. So what would you um, do? I, I don't know. I think maybe I would just show up to the airport and hope for the best. Oh, Daniel, I don't know how you live that life. No, I can't do that. If it was, an, if it wasn't a budget airline, mm. then I would. And also, you but, know that I'm a very lucky person. So. Th- yes, you also have a uh, white male privilege. Exactly. Um. <laughs> it's like I've, I've, there's been times like I've gone on planes, guys. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but like. I've gone on planes and I've like brought a backpack and I've just forgotten that I had like lotion and things in my backpack that I oh didn't, my, yes, that I didn't all, put into my thing. Not, not times, Daniel, multiple times, multiple times. And I never get stopped. I literally have never, like, I'll, oh like, God, I'll get honestly, to the, I'll get to the destination you. and I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot I had this bottle of lotion in here. It's cause they're, they're just like, Oh, he's a white man. He's to be trusted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't know what to do. I think I'm going to try to book another flight earlier mm. just so I have plenty of time. Mm. in between because like all those budget airlines too i don't know if the airlines are like on the other end of the airports that's to each true. other and the bangkok airport's big oh fucking hell that's what i'm saying you yeah, know no, if it was a small book airport another flight. it's like an hour and a half uh, now i'm just gonna like forego the fucking you know hundred dollars whatever that yeah. i spent on one of the flights but whatever that's annoying i'd rather just like be safe i guess mm. anyway not important should we get to the first story we shall. We're going to start with... Oh, goddamn. Some gonna, more uh, happy news? We're going to start with the Abercrombie story. Oh, Did okay. I've I've briefly saw a little thing. So I, I heard that they are now... Because have you seen the Abercrombie documentary on oh, Netflix? It's called like... Um, I forgot what it was young, called. Young, white, and... <laughs> Something like muscular this. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like a documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. And it's like about how Abercrombie, like back in like, I don't know, the nineties, early two thousands, mm. they were very popular. Right. And yeah. it was like the kind of ideal, you know, people went to Abercrombie, you're like the cool kid or whatever. Yeah. And they would use these like really, you know, chiseled ripped guys, ripped, ripped guys to like sell their, anyway, mm. lots of, lots of, uh, fat, I guess it's called fat phobia or mm. like people just not even fat phobia, but just like being very, um, judgmental if you're yeah. like not having chiseled, chiseled abs. abs and also yeah. you have to be white yeah. and how there's all this scandal about how like they would put their like non-white, uh, workers in, like, the in the back yeah just crazy shit right yeah and they were yeah they're accused of being like you know promoting unhealthy beauty standards or whatever and now now there's getting they're getting uh the other side the of other, the other spectrum yeah so basically what had happened was i guess what um abercrombie had done is it wasn't even their ad campaign what they had okay. done is i guess a bunch of people like posted pictures of themselves wearing abercrombie clothes okay and abercrombie like re-shared this oh all of these images right sure but apparently this caused like a huge um, storm. 
Like, because some of them were obese? Yeah. So this is the main lady in question. So the title is something about, wait, Abercrombie image sparks tweet storm over normalizing obesity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a lady here. I guess she's wearing the plus-sized Abercrombie. Because um, now, now because of all this backlash, they have, a plus they size have like a huge le- plus-size uh, section. Because yeah. before, um, I think the CEO actually, like he got in big trouble because mm. I think a few years ago, he said something like, oh, we don't make clothes for plus-size people because that's not what we're selling to. Exactly. So then everyone like, you know, fucking freak the fuck out. So then, you know, and then that caused them to like literally go the other direction and now they're actually making plus size clothes. Okay, yeah. continue. So so basically what had happened was mm. people kind of got onto social media and were like this, 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 image and mm. of this you can and you can like google it guys um of this plus size woman basically created a huge divide among people sure. as to whether or not like first of all a lot of people are saying look this isn't healthy for you guys to be normalizing obesity promoting obesity okay and then the other side people are saying well actually they're not necessarily normalizing or promoting obesity there's just showing somebody that's wearing their clothes and actually it's being inclusive right because they didn't just share her picture they actually shared a bunch of um a bunch of um, what am I trying to say? A bunch of consumers had bought their product and right. was like sharing their picture. So it was, it was a it was a post with lots of different body shapes and sizes. Yep. But everyone focused on this one and said, "Look, we can't be promoting or normalizing this kind of like larger size." Right. But I'm like, I I, I don't know. I think in in many ways, I think it's good that companies are becoming inclusive because that the reality is, especially like and not just in the U S. Everywhere, the plus size market no huge. no pun intended is huge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, it is huge. It is, and, and it is huge. And you know what? Like at the end of the day, when we're talking about inclusivity and making sure that these brands are, you know, having clothes that you know people that are bigger can feel good about, can can wear, and everything. I think that's different than promoting and saying, right? You know, you should be bigger. You know what I right. mean? Like, I think there's a line there where it's like, because we've talked about this many times in the podcast yeah. as well, where I'm like a proponent of like, you know, body positivity in some degree, in a sense that like nobody. So all the people that attack this woman on social media, I feel bad for the woman. Exactly. It's like, there's, you don't have a place for that. Like, that's not what you should be doing. Um, at the same side, like we know that like being larger is does and this is like factually proven guys like Mm -hmm. it does come with more health concerns right for sure so like I don't know what do what do you think about this do you think that that this is them kind of like promoting obesity or no I mean my initial thought was like similar to you where Mm. I was like she's just you know wearing their clothes and you're right like what are these people supposed to do not wear fucking clothes exactly like they're supposed to wear clothes right so and also the fact that she's not she's not even like a model she's just someone that's Mm. wearing the clothes and she's just posting herself wearing clothes that fit her Mm. so I think that's fine and I think it's kind of sad that people are just immediately jumping on this poor woman I know and just like fucking talking shit about her this and, is so bad. You know what somebody wrote? Oh, God. What did Someone they say? Someone tweeted, um, new Abercrombie and Fitch ad dro- just dropped. First of all, guys, Abercrombie came out and said it was not an ad. Uh-huh. Um, and this season, they're featuring diabetes and heart attacks. Oh, God. People are so mean. I, I, I understand. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The, the one way that I can kind of see the other side as well is that, um, well, first of all, you don't have to be so fucking mean about it. But mm-hmm. like, second of all, I think that the only... The only thing I will say is like if it was like a super skinny, like, you know, someone that was like 
anorexic potentially mm-hmm. like way too skinny then that would also that would be a problem right yeah so it's like w- would we say that that's a problem if it was like a really 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 overly skinny person well the problem is that mm-hmm. that wasn't labeled as a problem though because you know in the 90s and stuff that yeah, it was exactly it so used to many, be normalized yeah yeah and it is like now i think is becoming more so but i could almost guarantee if there was like a more like a very skinny person not quite like you know again uh-huh. there's a th- thin line between like yeah, yeah. You, know, you can be skinny, but you could yeah. also be like sickly skinny. Exactly. But, but so if that happened, people would also, you know, comment. And I think mm-hmm. if they had like, you, you, you know, Eugenia Cooney, like she's like basically, I don't know if she's anorexic, but she's like very, she's like a famous YouTuber and she okay. kind of became famous because oh. she's, I think, you know, she's like very, very, very skinny. I'm going to look, I'm going to Google her up just for two yeah. seconds, guys. Cause she's I think I know very, you're very, like you can tell that she has some kind of problem. And people are basically just calling her out and stuff like that. So basically, um, I think that, you know, there is something to say. What's her name again? Eugenia Cooney. Eugenia. Yeah. There you go. Like, there is something to say about, you know. Yeah. yeah. So if she was in, like, she if she was wearing Abercrombie clothes and then they had reposted her photo, people would say that, you know, that's a problem. So I think in that aspect, I can understand. But at the same time, I don't know. It's really tough because like I, uh, obesity is like it's it's the other spectrum, but mm-hmm. it's also different from like having, for example, like anorexia. You know well, what I, I mean? Well, think, like, I think it's because, again, we as society from before had like more normalized the skinniness. Yes. You know, and it was like really actually it was aspired for some of the models like that we used to see. Yeah, yeah. And I think <clears throat> because of that, obesity has always been that like more negative one, I think, even though both have serious health concerns, serious problems for both. It's like we as a society focus more on obesity as being the negative thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause I think it's seen as also like, and I I could be wrong about this guys, but this is like my mindset as to why maybe it's like looked at as more negative is like somebody that's like obese. You just, I think us as a society, we just think that they're more like gluttonous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's and definitely they're, negative. They're lazy. Yeah, they're the, exactly. And I'm not saying that this is the case, guys, but that's what your what the thought process. That's is. what people think. Whereas yeah. someone that's super skinny, it's a little bit. You know, they're not it's seen a bit as different. lazy yeah. or like all this other yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think I think it's seen as I think when someone is super skinny, at least now in today's age, if they're yeah. like Eugenia Cooney levels, yeah, people think like that's an that's like a you know a eating disorder. It's a it's a you know. It's a problem. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah. I, this is why it's hard to say. It's like, you're right in that, uh, you know, we, we don't see it in the same light, mm-hmm. right? They're both unhealthy in their own way, but it's not necessarily, you know, it, you know, like it's, it's not, not the like same for thing. like, yeah, exactly. So, and also again, like people are fat, they need clothes. What do you, what do you want them to do? Not wear mm-hmm. clothes. It's like when people come after like clothing brands and stuff or having, you know, plus size, you know, like athletic wear, uh, mm-hmm. not clothing, like athletic wear brands. I'm like, well, don't you want them to, you know, work out? Like, exactly. is that and your I, whole point? And also I'm almost like, you know, here's, <laughs> this is how fucked up our society is though, is, you know, we have people coming down on these clothing companies that are having, you know, posting pictures for like, sure. you know, re- they're releasing plus size ranges and stuff. Right. And then people are coming up with like, this is so bad. You're promoting obesity, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, Clothes is not what makes you obese. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, actually, you have all these other companies like McDonald's, fast True. food chains, advertising yeah. the shit out of everything. No one's coming after yeah. them. So I'm like, guys, like, 
Yeah. Literally, the clothing industry is responding to the fact that, you know, America, well, not just America, like North America and the world, mm-hmm. people are getting bigger. They're going to yeah. need clothes. So, hey, you know what? We're going to have people wearing our clothes in our ads that are a representation of everybody out there. Now, yeah. for people to be like, oh, now that this is promoting obesity, this is promoting, you know, all this other stuff, it's like, well, no, it's responding to what's going on. Yeah. Let's actually start, you know, targeting the fucking, you know, fast food industry or, you know, maybe there's other elements of like problems that are happening where it's like they're just not going after the it's so true it's so true like they it's so true like we yeah you're right like if mcdonald's came out with fucking you know a new chicken burger exactly nobody is saying that's promoting obesity when these are the causes of Of why people have these problems and so why you're right it's like why are we attacking clothing companies for having a market exactly but this is what's so to. i think and like the it's more so the, the more i think about it, i'm like because like you think about it like you see all these commercials for like a mcchicken or like yeah you know oh we've come up with this i remember kfc once had this burger that was like two chicken breasts mm-hmm. was the bun oh my god yeah i remember Ew. Oh, but anyway and in, in between was like bacon yeah. and all the shit and i'm like and they'll, they'll release all these commercials and they'll have happy families sitting and having yeah. the food and whatever else and it doesn't create this kind of Twitter storm. Yeah. And I bet you all these people tweeting this shit, they go to McDonald's, you know, at times like they fucking support these companies. Exactly. That you're right. Are literally probably one of the main causes of obesity in North America, for yeah. example. I mean, there's so many. It's such a complex issue as well. It's such a complex issue. Cars could be looked at as a cause uh, for obesity. The fact that we have, uh, you know, uh, nine to five jobs where we sit down all day. Exactly. Sedentary lifestyle. There's so many causes of obesity. Uh, but so, clothing yeah, is not say, one of them. Ex- ex- to say that like, oh, because like Abercrombie decided to make big clothes for people that mm-hmm. need clothes all of a sudden, like, oh, they're the problem. Exactly. Like, let's. This is what I'm saying. It's like, I don't. Like, I acknowledge that, yes, there are health complications mm-hmm. to being obese, 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, you know, there are so many factors that mm. lead to, you know, this epidemic, exactly. right? Obesity And, and epidemic. we are having an epidemic globally, yes, it right? it is so, a problem. So yeah. why not, again, these same people that are fucking tweeting mm. the shit, attacking this fucking poor woman, they're not going out there mm. and, like, talking about the actual problems. Like what are we feeding our kids in schools? Mm-hmm. I literally was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, we are literally, we, we talk about it all the time. Like yeah. I remember in high school, again, I don't, rem- I don't know what it's like anymore, but mm-hmm. I bet it hasn't changed that much. I remember in high school, in our school cafeteria, a place where we're supposed to go to learn and you know, whatever mm-hmm. they're feeding kids, chicken nuggets, French fries, grilled burgers, cheese. grilled cheese, hot dogs. There was like no vegetables. It was bad. And I'm like, Okay, and, and not only that, the schools are stacked. At least when we when we went there, Vending I think machines? I think my school and I, I was it like a high school, like I, mm-hmm. a pretty big high school here. I swear to God, there was probably twenty vending machines across yeah. the school. That's what all I'm, filled with pops filled with and exactly. chips and cookies and chocolate bars. It's like never anything healthy. I know. I'm like, why are these even in our schools? That's what I'm saying. So those are some of the problems that yeah. actually cause people to become obese. Like that's actually yeah. a really good question. Like why the fuck are vending machines in our it's schools? It's actually so fucked up. Yeah. Like vending, and like also, I don't know, maybe nowadays they're a little bit healthy. I have no idea. Cause I have mm-hmm. seen some like healthier vending machines with like yeah. healthier snacks. But I think overall still, like mm-hmm. when you look at vending machines, uh, you know, they're, they're filled with like pop and yeah. chips and, Chocolate and this bars. is not something. And, and I remember we had a vending machine yeah. in junior high as well. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Elementary. So I'm, like, I'm like, guys, that's. I know. Let, let's take a little bit of focus <laughs> off of Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch. 
yeah. and go fucking look at like where these yeah. problems are actually happening. It's it like reminds me, and I did speak about this in the podcast before. Um, but it reminded me, I saw this interview recently where this news reporter in the UK was like interviewing this guy that was supporting the train unions. Okay. And she was like talking about how, you know, oh, you know, all these unions are getting so greedy and blah, 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 blah. And the guy made such a crystal clear point, very similar to this in a sense that he's like, okay, hang on a second, take a step back. Us asking for a bit more money. You're saying this is greedy. What about these people that are taking billions out of the company right when are we going to say that that's greedy yeah you know and it's same with us it's like abercrombie's responding to the market they're doing whatever you know they have a plus size line to be more inclusive or well no, let, let's be honest they're to just be, making money, money right yeah. okay yeah like not we're to not, be more inclusive yeah, yeah it's not it's to be profitable yeah. yeah um but you know again wrong wrong yeah. um wrong target yeah wrong target and yeah. you know foods food clothes does not make a person obese. This is true. So. Exactly. And uh, yeah. And yeah. No. <laughs> those are my thoughts on that, guys. It's true. And like, I'm sorry. If people were not obese, they mm-hmm. wouldn't have to create these clothes in the first place. Exactly. There's a reason why there's so many uh, companies that have all of these plus size clothes. Because people need these clothes. Because again, we have all of these systemic issues that create obesity. Yeah. And make it a problem. And make people obese. And then <laughs> we blame them for being obese. I know. When we've created these systems. When we feed kids junk. Mm. And you know, when we don't teach. And then we expect parents to somehow teach their kids how to eat properly when they also don't know how to eat properly. Mm -hmm. And then in schools, they go to school to finally learn something and then they get fucking taught that apparently uh, fries and grilled cheese is an acceptable lunch every single day. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's fucking crazy. It is crazy. So it is not, yes. Like, yeah, you're totally right in that we are literally misdirecting the hate and the anger Mm -hmm. toward, you know, the wrong thing. Anyway, it's fucking crazy. It is. See, this is the ad. So it, it was like, or not ad. Oh, like but these they, are the photos. Yeah. And there was people right. of all different shapes, but everybody sure. focused on this girl here. Of course. And was like, oh, yeah. And they were like, oh my God, this is outrageous. But anyway, again, misdirected guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That my, that's my two scenes. God damn, Daniel. We could have, we could do a whole podcast episode on this topic. Oh God. It's it, such like, it's such a mind fuck. It really, when, yeah. like when you start, but the thing is, it's like a lot of these issues, guys. It's like when you start to pick them apart and go into like, what is the causing of these issues? It's like, it becomes such, I know mind, it's like mind blowing. It's so and, fucked. And the, the obesity problem, like you're right. Like it starts from day one and it starts from like what's happening in our schools. It starts from yep. like what their parents are promoting, you know, all this stuff, what your parents are taught, all that, everything. And it's like, it's just shocking to me. Like I, I still think like, I don't know who, was the original person that signed off to have like fucking vending machines in schools and shit. <laughs> it but makes like, a lot of money. I know it. Of course it does. Yeah. But that is one place that I really feel like there shouldn't be vending machines. Yes. You know, like exactly. why are kids getting a, a, a Coca-Cola at like lunch? Yeah. You know, or like, like you said, like having grilled cheese and fries every single day thinking, Hey, this is good. And think about the businesses that are surround high schools and junior highs. Oh yeah. They're never healthy businesses. Mm-hmm. Like I remember in my junior high, there was a dairy queen, right? Like a block away. Mm-hmm. And there was also just like little convenience stores where obviously kids are going to get like fucking candies. Well, you know why they do it. They, they purposely target. Exactly. So these are the problems. Like, yeah. why don't we, and again, even my, even my high school, mm. there was a pizza place. There was a burger and fries place. Like, you know, I would put money on it and I, yeah. you guys, and this might be like a little bit scandalous, <laughs> but I would put money on it that planning these companies plan to go into these areas yeah. purposely because they're near a school because that's a lot of traffic for them. But also it's a little bit more sinister than that in a sense that that whole idea of start them young yeah, because you know, you get somebody addicted to fast food or like it's having true. that lifestyle and guess what? You're going to have a customer for life. It's true. 
because those foods are addictive right again yeah. we, like seriously we could do an entire episode on this like mm. these foods are designed to be so addictive mm-hmm. so again who what is the what is the cause of all of this capitalism <laughs> extreme it's, but capitalism. it's so true because they create these foods that we as this is why it's hard to bl- blame individuals because yeah. they create these foods that are addictive just like scientifically like they like literally nature, yeah exactly so like and our brains cannot comprehend mm. you know how, for example like if we were out in nature and we're looking for food this i think i've talked about this before but like high calorie high fat uh high sugary foods would actually be good uh if we were out in nature looking for food right because if we're trying to survive yeah. in in a case where most of uh human i don't know civilization we've probably lived under some sort of food scarcity until recently mm-hmm. until the rise of extreme capitalism and you know in a in a case where there is food scarcity and we're like looking for food we're like fucking hunting gathering gathering mm. we we want those high calorie foods because yeah. those things will last longer give us more energy to make us survive which is why we crave those foods because we've evolutionarily you know evolved to crave those foods and then these companies take that sort of evolutionary science exploit that and then make that like basically turn it into crack yeah and then feed it to our kids Mm -hmm. and then blame the kids or blame people for becoming obese yeah when they created the problem in the first place and then we point the finger at abercrombie and fitch yeah it's so stupid. It is so stupid. It like uh, it blows my mind. And like we'll end we'll end this because yes. otherwise we're gonna be talking forever. Well, but if you guys want one, an episode, let us know. Yeah, well, let us know if you want an episode. This one thing, like just speaking about the addictive nature and everything of these foods, like yeah. one thing that was even a wake up call for me because I kind of knew a lot of that, like yeah. even like slightly like growing up and stuff. But do you remember that documentary that was Super Size Super Me? Super Size Me, where yeah. the guy was like, "I'm just gonna eat McDonald's for 30 days straight," yeah. and I'm using McDonald's as an example, but this could be any fast food, mm-hmm. really, guys. And they said, you know, the doctors were like, "Yeah, you'll be fine." whatever and within like a week they're like you need to stop this now and he even on the show was going through like crazy mood swings like he would feel depressed and then as soon as he ate he would have this like feeling of like happiness and then he would crash again and he was like and it took him after that one month one month <laughs> I think a year later he still hadn't lost the weight and come back to like it took normal him it took him like over a year yeah. to even get that all kind of yeah. fucking out of his system uh-huh. imagine oh. that's how, like that's how much these foods are like basically crack for us so that's why it's like very difficult, mm-hmm. you know, in today's day and age to be healthy. Yeah. Anyways. And on to our next, our next positive <laughs> story, next guys. On to the next positive story. This is crazy. So we kind of talked about like India before and, or no, oh, sorry, not India. It was um, uh, Pakistan, Pakistan. Yeah. And how they're experiencing flooding and there's like all these crazy stuff happening over there. And like they were saying, I think it was like, I, I read one quote somewhere that was like a third of Pakistan is going to be impacted by these floods. Like it's just like, it's, it's crazy. nuts, right? At the same time, so I didn't realize that this was also going on. Um, I was going through TikTok again, my <laughs> reliable source of uh, knowledge. I swear, this is where I get my information now. I know, but, it's, it's, but it's you know what? Sad. You can look it up after, right? Like you can see a TikTok mm-hmm. thing and then just be like, okay, what's going on? Exactly. It's a good way to spread information very quickly. Exactly. And the thing that this guy was talking about, uh, and he was like, basically in the TikTok, he was like, guys, we should be fucking terrified. Because if you think about like where a lot of our production of goods and everything comes yeah. from, it's China, right? And so we're talking about China, guys. And China has just, I don't know if they're at the end of this heat wave yet. I'm going to have to like, I'm, mm. I think it might be getting a little bit better. Um, but China basically has just gone through the most severe heat wave ever, ever recorded, recorded in the world. Yeah. What? That's actually terrifying. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. 
It's like crazy. There's like low rainfall, record-breaking heat across much of China are having widespread impacts on people, industry, of course, farming, Uh rivers, reservoir levels. And you have to think too, like we rely on water, right? Like we need, we're fucking drinking water right now. Yeah. Um, this is going to cause, and and in such a, like, think of China, like, literally, I think there's, what, over a billion people there. Yeah. So one-eighth of the entire population of the world lives in China. Yeah. It's a huge We're number talking of people. so many people. That is yeah. so much need for, like, water and everything else. Um, there's, they're saying that this situation could have world bleh, worldwide repercussions, causing further disruption to supply chains and exacerbating the global food crisis. As if we don't already have one. I know. It says people in large parts of China have been experiencing two months of extreme heat. Two months, mm-hmm. my friends. Uh, hundreds of places have reported temper- temperatures of more than 40 degrees Celsius. Fuck, that's hot. That's 104 degrees Fahrenheit for those of you in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And many records have been broken. Yeah. Okay, subway stations have set up rest areas where people can recover from the heat. So it's just extreme, extreme heat. Like we're yeah. talking in some part in uh, Chongqing in Sichuan province mm-hmm. reached 45 degrees, which is the highest ever recorded in China outside the desert dominated uh, region of Xinjiang. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I can't say these words. <laughs> I, know, I was like, uh, Xinjiang. Xinjiang. Yeah. I don't know what it is either. I can't pronounce anyway, it. Anyway, this but... is a fuck. You're right. It's like, it's not just, again, we're already talking mm-hmm. about so many people that live in fucking China. Yeah. Okay. So these people are all impacted. And then that, you're right. Like, there's so the many global, things exactly. that are being created in China. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this it's is fucking scary. It's actually fucking terrifying like, yeah it's actually fucking terrifying and like I, I just i just don't understand like what else has to happen before like people are like yeah mm-hmm. okay global warming is a real and i feel thing. like people are not really talking about this that much like yes i've seen it a little bit yeah but it's not really being talked about that much well like other than me seeing it on tiktok yeah i know i was like oh okay like at least the with the flooding i kind of knew about mm-hmm. that already i guess somehow i had some way yeah. had figured it, not figured it out but like heard about it but like this one it came up on my tiktok and it was like <sighs> china's in the midst of a extreme heat wave mm-hmm. and i'm like why haven't I heard this? Because I, I and I almost feel like, like this is bad, but like we're almost becoming coming desensitized. This is it. To this topic. Well, this is the thing. Like this is one of the points I want to bring up about this article. You're right. Like if we're always going to be like record breaking, yeah. record breaking, record breaking, record breaking, because like we've even had record breaking every week. It's something is record breaking, and I'm like, okay, like I don't know what else. Like we've also like our summers have been getting yeah. really hot. Like even. We're in September now, and normally September it starts to cool down a little bit. The last week it's been w- over yeah. the 30s. This last week has been a little crazy. Yeah. yeah, and that like never happens here, like very rarely. So it's like everywhere is having this, and they're like, yeah, record breaking, record breaking, record breaking, to the point where it's like, okay, well, yeah, is- we're hearing it every week. Exactly. So you know, like we just kind of live, and we don't really think about it that much because it's not, you know, like, and it's also happening in countries. Like the the countries that are going to be impacted are unfortunately not always going to be like, not unfortunately, no one should be impacted by this, but like a lot of developing countries, for example, like Pakistan Mm. that, you know, uh, contributes very little to the global warming crisis. Mm. They're being impacted severely. Yeah. So I think also when things don't happen, like because our world is so Western uh, focused, focused, we, we don't pay attention when things happen in Pakistan, in China, like, oh, it's like not a big deal. Mm hmm. 
I don't know. Like, it's it's fucking crazy. When they're saying, like, okay, so as part of this whole thing that's happening mm-hmm. in China, it was all with extreme re- extreme heat. Also, obviously, the low, like, well, they are having low rainfall as well. Uh, like, tons of rivers have been drying up. A lot of places, this has knock-on effects of places that rely on hydroelectricity, for example. So those areas are now not having power. Like, oh, it's God. fucking crazy. And they're, like, also in this article, God, this is actually depressing. Have people died from this? I don't know if anyone's died per se i'm sure somebody has like because i imagine like once he gets those levels of heat yeah. people will like you know we're not really built they, to, yeah. to, to deal with this and it says um china is far from the only place affected by drought europe is having what maybe its worst drought in 500 years there's also drought in the horn of africa which i think is like the middle part that's like the desert okay, area yeah. but i'm not 100 sure on that guys um i should probably google it uh and across much of the u.s and mexico yeah i don't understand that we are not going to have enough water like, it's getting scary. Like, we're having major, you know, like, that's going to fuck up everything, right? Like, droughts are, mm-hmm. you know. The, the one of the, well, not the biggest thing, but one of the biggest impacts with droughts is going to be, well, one is water, food. obviously, like, yeah. but food. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Because they're saying here, lower crop yields in these regions could worsen the global food crisis. Global food prices hit record levels even before Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, and though they have fallen since March, they remain higher um, than in previous years. However, China has built up large grain reserves in recent years, so it can make up for some of the shortfall. But again, like oh, continuing God. and going forward, it's like, what are we going to do? I I don't know, guys. I'm actually kind of really scared. Don't be, God damn, you be scaring me. You be scaring me. Like, I don't, I honestly, I, I don't, I, I'm really starting to feel like, and I don't know if this is just me or everyone's uh-huh. feeling this, but I am feeling this like, um, sense of not not hopelessness but like (laughs) (laughs) anxiety i'm starting to feel a bit anxious actually we talk about these stories so i think the main things in my mind that really make me really anxious right now is global warming obviously that's a really big one where it's like what's going to happen like where is this going to happen knock-on effects is around okay supply chain like food even in our cities this is true so it's like what's going to happen there and then i start thinking about like on a different note but they're talking about how you know the stock market's crashing right um, like markets are down all this other stuff inflation inflation is so crazy and i'm just like it's like we're living in dystopia i know it's like and everything just seems to be like getting worse and i'm like what the fuck is going to happen? I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Like, I'm like, it was funny. because <laughs> like I, we have this conversation every week where we're like, what the fuck is going to happen? I know. I went actually to the, I went to a pool the other day with one of my friends mm. and we were just having a chat in the pool and my friend, we were talking about this stuff as well because I talk about it all the time because it's always on my fucking mind. Oh, goddamn, Daniel. Um, not always, guys. Um, But, and we were just chatting and stuff and my friend's like, like, I, I just kind of put it out there and I'm like, what happens when... And obviously this would be something extreme, but like it feels like we're heading in this direction when society as we know it ceases to exist in a sense that like, for example, Daniel, that is so dark. I know I you're, know. I know you, uh, you know, are hung over right now. You're having the hangover. I am place. having a hangover. But goddamn. No, but I was thinking like, uh-huh. imagine like all of a sudden. Well, all, it's happened before. I know, but like all the businesses like stop. Well, I mean. Everything just stops. Yeah. Human civilization have been wiped before, you know, we could, we could be entering a dinosaur era. But this is what I mean. It's like, it's actually fucking scary. Like, it is think, scary. About, think about what happened, Rose, if we woke up. Cause I, I know this is like very extreme, guys. And like, I, I think of like, I, there was a show, The Walking Dead, I watched yeah, like the yeah, first yeah. season, where literally this guy was a police officer and then he like went into a coma or something and then woke up and the entire world was like gone to shit. Right. Like, no, like people were still living, but they were like, for example, living in their house. Or they like, were like escaping zombies. Yeah. Right. But like, imagine like, everything ceases as we know it like Safeway closes this place closes this place and it's just like 
we're just left and we're like, okay, well, we actually have to start surviving now and getting food and shit. Well, this is the problem as well. It's like we don't have the skills to, you know, to do that, to do any of these things because, again, we've created this over reliance on mm. industries, which, you know, in some ways is good, but, mm. you know, we don't know how to fucking grow. Maybe we should learn how to grow fucking, you know, crops. crops. Yeah. <laughs> like it's actually fucked. Like if, because we are so heavily, especially countries like Canada, like we mm. can't grow shit here, okay? So we're relying on, you know, imports and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like if we're relying on imports and we have a, you know, global food crisis, mm. easily countries could be like, no, we can't, we can't export to Canada anymore mm. or whatever it is. You it's know, crazy. they have enough people to feed in their countries. Yeah. So um, time to start buying, uh, you know, canned goods. <laughs> oh God! Should I start stocking up, Rose? Oh my God! I, sometimes scared. I actually feel like we need to have like a little emergency uh, apoc- ap- apocalyptic, apocalyptic pack. Apocalyptic. <laughs> you'd be surprised how fast you'd get through it, though. I know, but you don't like you just have like an emergency kit, you know, like yeah. a first aid kit with like yeah, with like tubed food or something. Oh God! Like band aids and like water. It's like how one of our friends had their COVID kit. <laughs> yeah. And I got it actually. It's in my, it's in my country now. So if it goes Is it like to shit, a full on kit. No, it was like remember he had like all those tins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had tins. like so many tins of like beans yeah, and coconut like, milk yeah. and like me and Rose both split yeah. it. And I got for like us, ten we have cans. So much, uh-huh. yeah. And I, I have all those like lentil soups or something. Yeah, as yeah. Well. Oh, I you're like, good. You're I good like for tw- at least like a month or something. I, I yeah? think. I think honestly, if I really had to, I could make my food last for a month. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but then after that, I'm fucked. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? You know what that reminds me of like, um, have you, I feel, I feel like I've talked to you about this movie before. You need to watch it. It's called mm-hmm. Alive. Okay. And it's, it's kind of different from this topic, but like, yeah. it's about surviving, right? Yeah. In these like extreme situations. So it's, it's based on a true story and it was like some kind of, uh, South American, uh, rugby team or football mm. team or something. They were on a plane heading to somewhere and then the plane crashed in the middle of like the Andes, which is like in the middle of like the like snowy mountains. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like Rockies, right? Like yeah. imagine crashing in the middle of the Rockies and like it, on top of like a mountain. Yeah. No one's going to know you're there. Yeah. And they had to survive this team. Obviously like half of them died, you know, mm-hmm. in the crash, God. but like half of them were alive, but like they're like in the middle of this freezing ass area, mm. no like electricity, nothing. And they're like surviving. And one of the things that they had to do I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this it's a little disturbing. Oh God, was it eat the? Yeah. So like they had to in order to survive, they they had no food, right? And there was already people that were dead, so they had to eat the meat off of. Oh my God. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, but like that's they ate it, and then they like you know they somehow like not all of them, but like a lot of them survived. Yeah. After like a month of like living there. That's insane. It's insane. Like the whole story is actually insane. Oh God. Um, but obviously that's fucking disturbing. But it's like it's like they didn't have any food there. Mm. What are you supposed to do? I know sometimes people really amaze me. I I was I read this story about somebody that actually fell out of a plane. Fell out of a plane. Out of a plane. Okay. She was a, like, a lady. This was like in the I want to say 1950s or something. Her, her like plane some, something happened with the plane and like her seat that she was in just like broke off and like it just the plane like exploded or something what she fell from the plane was she ground. still attached to the seat yes okay and survived she was wearing that seatbelt guys yeah she was the, wear that if fucking that seatbelt if that wasn't a no uh-huh. I, I think everyone else pretty much died and it's a miracle that she obviously survived like it was like something okay. like so she fell into the Amazon rainforest shut the fuck up and she had like a couple like broken like things that's it yeah and she somehow managed to make it out of the like rainforest <laughs> and live to tell the tale. Can you imagine? No, I cannot <laughs> imagine. Like, fuck, this, some people are crazy. Oh, we need to learn how to survive. I would fucking die in a heartbeat. I know. I, well, I probably would have died in the crash. 
Daniel, we cannot have this type of mindset. Know, we need to God. have a survival mindset, okay? This is true. Like, this is true. It's actually fucking crazy. That's insane. It's insane. I remember like seeing that story and I was just like, Oh my like, what God. The fuck? Yeah. There's a couple people, if you Google it, there's yeah, a couple yeah. people that have fallen out of planes, no parachute, what? from really high altitudes and survived. Not Jeez. many, not many. There's like a handful, but oh like. Oh God, guys, yeah. wear your seatbelt. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was like shocked. But I think part of the reason that that one girl did survive is because her seat that she was on, like when it was falling. It like it, protected her. It like broke. Yeah. It like protected it, the her. The seat broke and she was, att- again, wearing that seatbelt. Yeah. Attached <laughs> to the seat. <laughs> and then it probably like fell and then it caused her to it, not I, crash. I think it also slowed her fall as well. Because right. it had like more surface area maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But Wouldn't actually, it be faster because it's heavier? heavier yeah. I don't know. Actually. I think it's, it's genuinely probably because she, the, the seat just happened to fall Mm. And then instead of her being, you know, the impact exactly. But also when it hit the trees, it probably would have slowed it down. Th- that's true too. Right. So, so perfect, perfect place to fall. Apparently, Amazon rainforest. Yeah. Well, I mean, the trees are like, yeah, it's, it's feet, fucking right? crazy. So, goddamn, I just couldn't imagine. It's like already you have to deal with that, that's and then terrifying. you're in the fucking rainforest. Oh, my, can you imagine? No. <laughs> like I already, <laughs> that's have the thing. To, you already survived the plane crash. Yeah. But now you got to survive like what, whatever the fuck is in that rainforest. And there's some weird shit in there. So weird- I saw things where people get bugs inside their skin. They have to <laughs> cut them out. And Ew, like, oh, Daniel. I can't. We need to watch those survival shows. Yeah. Yeah. Because like we are way too fucking sheltered. Okay. We would not survive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so a little lighthearted news, I guess. Yeah. I more guess. lighthearted no- news. So we're yeah. talking about internet drama, apparently. Yeah. Um, YouTube star Logan Paul explains why he won't fight Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Cause like they're really into the fucking boxing shit. I know. Well, it's like this weird thing where like a lot of YouTubers, I and, know. Like, tw- like Twitchers and Twitchers. Twe- tweeters and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. They like have these like competitions where they like fight each other. I, guess. I know. Very strange. And Logan, that's how Logan, I think like, that's how Logan, cause is Logan Paul like a normal fighter? Like I don't really no, know no, too much about not. him. No, no, he's not. He was a YouTuber. Okay. Okay, so but I think they maybe it was him. He was one, maybe the one of the first ones to do this type of like yeah you know thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess apparently Andrew Tate had previously challenged um like Logan Logan Paul. Okay. And I guess there was like all a ton of people that were like wanting the two of them to fight. Isn't Andrew Tate a professional he's boxer? A professional boxer. Yeah. So it's not a little bit of a skewed. It, anyway, it would be a skewed. But yeah. anyway, so um, so Logan Paul is on, I, I, I don't know if it was a, his podcast or yeah. another podcast, but basically just went to town about like why. And actually, you know, I don't really know Logan Paul. I don't really like think he that He was also highly. very controversial. Yeah, he was very controversial. But actually, like I saw a little clip of this um, podcast and I don't agree with everything that he says. Sure. But like a lot of it, I was like, actually, he makes some really good points. Yeah. Because what he had done is he just basically has said, hey, I don't want to fight. Um, Andrew Tate I don't want to promote Andrew Tate on my platform Uh uh I don't want to like I think um, you know his his views on women his views on all this stuff he's like it's creating this toxic toxic masculinity yeah not that he's the most like he's an angel from all this either yeah but he mentioned he's like we're gonna be like our society is gonna be like having these issues like we don't even know how deep-seated these issues are because like right now there's young boys exposed to that that this is gonna come to the forefront later and he's like when are we gonna um, you know, and he, he was like, yeah, I just don't want to be like associated with this Good. person. So I was like, actually like, wow, like that was pretty impressive. Like, um, yeah, I feel like he's gotten a little bit more mature mm-hmm. since like a few years ago when he did some like questionable shit as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't really follow him or anything, so I don't know. But, um, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Like, and it's true. We don't know the mm-hmm. potential, you know, 
harmful effects of this. Well, and this does beg to question though. Like this brings up a more wider topic on this kind of stuff. So mm. like I, I mentioned the guy that I can't remember his name, guys. I'll figure it out at some point. Oh, the, the guy that's on TikTok. That's like Andrew Tate number two. He's kind of, he's not as bad as Andrew Tate for sure. Right. Andrew Tate's like the extreme. <laughs> but this guy, he does, he has a very like, some of the comments that he says, I'm just like, oh, like that's just not. I want to know what he says. I know. I'm just like. um, what, what Do you have an example of like one of them? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't really have one off the top of my head, right. but like, but just overall, overall, uh-huh. like the th- some of the things that he he says, and um, like he'll make like comments about places. Like I remember, like I, mean, I guess it's not that bad, but I, like initially when I was like hearing it, he was like, you know, like just really arrogant and cocky, and just like um, he mentioned about him like not believing in male privilege, right? All of this right, stuff. Right, right. He mentioned about how oh he I think he said something about like how he wouldn't date a girl right now only because he knew he he knows that he'll cheat on her. Like oh this kind God. of, yeah, like this kind of, that, that kind of like ultimately, I mean, in some ways people might say, Hey, he's being honest, uh, yeah. but otherwise it's also feeding into this whole, you know, like Andrew Tate is very vocal about how women are only good for sex. Yeah. And, and how men, it's fine for men to cheat. Yeah. Men can do whatever they want. Yeah. That doesn't matter. He's like, but the women will stay with the man because you know, they're getting taken care of and oh my you know, God. all this. Yeah. Just toxic, toxic <laughs> shit. so stupid. Um, but, but w- what it does bring to question, like, you know how there's all this talk about like, okay, freedom of speech and you can post whatever you want on the internet internet but then it's like at what point do we as a society when it's really negative shit yeah racist shit uh you know uh hate speech against women yeah you know all of this attacking minorities like when do we draw the line to say hey you actually can't do this on yeah. this platform and i i do think like tiktok and youtube and stuff has started to do that kind of stuff yeah but i think it's it's almost a little bit too late after the fact you know? i know it spread like fucking cancer it was like every literally yeah. andrew tate was everywhere like mm-hmm. everywhere so i'm like he had like i don't know six months to a year or more yeah of like poisoning the minds of young people this is true and and it's like where do we draw the line like where you know yeah i don't know and who knows what you know like these people, what are they going to spread? Right. Mm-hmm. So we, there might be people that followed him. That's going to start making videos and then it's just going to keep going. I think it's become like a perpetual thing where yeah. it's also like, like a platform such as like TikTok or one of these things, the amount of content that's being uploaded every single minute. It's so much. That's another thing. It, it is probably really hard to it's monitor. Hard. Exactly. They've created this. They've yeah. in some ways they've done so well because they have so many sure. users on their platform. Yeah. But on the other way, there's no way for them to control content. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Not saying that they need to like control, but if they did want to like police or they yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. be a bit more like active and engaged, it would be literally impossible. I think like I, I don't know what the the stats are. We could probably look them up, it's but like billions and billions of hours. Billions of hours in like every I know. minute. It's crazy. Like, well, that's what's insane because if you actually think about it, YouTube came out what in two thousand six. Yeah, that was like the first video sharing platform. Mm-hmm. Okay, and before that, there was like literally no way of us sharing our own videos. Yeah, it was very difficult, and that's what made YouTube so famous because yeah. it was like the first time where people could make their own content mm. and it can go viral. And in some ways, it's great, mm. but then in other ways, it's potentially very dangerous because anyone can make videos yeah so you can have like some crazy fucking ideas which is Mm -hmm. again why like if you look at the internet it's radicalized so many people yeah so and even even like a thing like youtube even tiktok any of these platforms you have to think too like you know yeah we're uploading this video yeah but there has to be a data storage center right okay here's my question where the fuck is that but exactly there has to be there must (laughs) be like this is the thing (gasps) is it just out in the ether no 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 so for example when you go to store something in the cloud it's not actually like 
in the in cloud. cloud. It's, it's like in a device. It's in a device, in a server, right? Like so yeah. like for example, they're saying like these data warehouses that are happening, it's like these huge warehouses with like tons and tons and tons and tons yeah. and tons of storage, which you access from the web, right? Sure. But it's not actually like God. just up in the ether. Like you need to have somewhere to store. It's like, for example, it's almost like the way that I think of it is like if you had like a USB or like your yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like we put stuff onto a USB and then when we want to access it, we plug it into our computer. Well, instead of plugging it into our computer, the USB is in a data warehouse somewhere <laughs> and we access yeah. it from our, from our online platform. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm like YouTube and all these things, like how do they have these servers that can it's like, like hold infinite. magnitudes and magnitudes like of data? Infinity. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane because again, yeah, the, the amount of shit being uploaded mm-hmm. is astronomical. Yeah. And we're talking like, again, since like what, 2006, it's been however many years. Almost 20 years and at this point. And it's gotten faster. People have gotten faster exactly. at uploading stuff, right? So now we're uploading so much content. Mm-hmm. And we have... There's still videos from the beginning of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Those aren't gone. Yeah. What the... F- it's kind of crazy. When you think of it conceptually, it's like, where the fuck? Because like... Is there a time... Is there going to be a time when we run out of... Storage. Storage. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but I think this is the thing, guys. This is the new, like, big or it's not new. It's been around for a little while though. Cause a lot of companies are having these kind of issues where it's like, well, where do we put our store? Where do we store all of our is stuff? That, is that and an also, issue? Yeah. And it's also like where, they're running out of space. No, no, no. I don't think they're necessarily running out of space. It's just like, where do they store it? Like, and they need to have like, like for example, most businesses, like surprisingly, like especially cloud software and stuff, they will have uh, business continuity plans. Okay. And part of that is they have like a backup data center as well. So they'll have their right, main data center. Exactly. Like um, I know many software companies will have like their main data center and then they have another one in case of like, you know, in case like a, like if a hurricane came. It sounds dystopian, this whole thing. I know. It's like weird. It's like, it's, what kind of world are we living in? I know. It's strange. But if you think about it, like conceptually, like a file does need to get stored somewhere. You yeah, know you're I mean? right. You can't, it can't just like be up in the sky. These are things that like, you just like don't even think about when you use these services. Of course. But then like if you think about it, it's kind of insane. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so what? It's even like using the cloud, right? Like putting yeah. your photos onto the cloud. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're no longer on your device holding storage. But apparently they're somewhere. But they have to be somewhere. I right? know. So they can't just like, you can't, because like the internet doesn't have storage. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. It's kind of a make-believe place. Right. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So then what's going to happen if, again, because it's, internet is still relatively new compared mm-hmm. to, you know, the rest of human civilization. So we've only had it for like maybe, what, like 20 years, 20 something years. Yeah. So, and already there's so much information so and much. apparently like so much data that needs to be stored. So when is it ever going to be like, I, I bet you in like maybe 10, 20 years, we're going to have some kind of issue. Uh, yeah. Right. Or, and also we'd have an issue, you know, as we were talking about all these natural disasters and stuff that have been happening, uh-huh, uh-huh. if it hits some of these data centers, oh, fuck! like guys, I would imagine, start putting your shit on the hard drive. I know. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, do I need to save all my YouTube videos on a hard drive? You don't do that? No. Oh, God damn. I don't, I don't anymore. Well, no, now I have, here's the thing. Now everything's on a cloud. Here's the problem, right? I do have external drives. But, oh my God, that's so creepy. There's a Google data center. Just to give you an oh, example. These are all hard data. drives. Data. Full of data. Yeah, one day, guys, we're going to run out. The thing is, what if we start running out of the materials that we need well, to make these things? And not only that, but the thing with the data center as well is that it also draws a lot of power. Right. Because it's not like it's just like... A sitting hard, there. Like our hard drive, for example. You know, it's just sitting there if we're not using it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then when you know when you plug it into your computer, it's draining. It's sure, like using power sure. and you see the light come on yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these ones are always on. God damn, Daniel. Do we need to buy some hard drives? 
Because like, if you think about it before, again, I, I used to store a lot of things maybe in like my external hard drive, but now with the normalization of cloud software, yeah, we're now storing, like, for example, a lot of my photos are literally just in a cloud. Mm-hmm, but they're not in, in a, a cloud. cloud. But this is the thing because I used to, I used <laughs> to think that as well. The fact that they call it a cloud, it's like, it's weird. But it's to kind of like distract, not distract you because it's like. It's to like, it is, I mean, to us, it feels like a cloud. Yeah, because we, we don't see where it goes. Exactly. It's like gone. It's out in the ether. It would be like, it would, <laughs> it would literally, the cloud is almost the same as me saying, hey, Rose, pay me X amount a month. I'm going to bring a hard drive over. We'll put all of your shit on there. Uh-huh. And then you can right. access it whenever you want. Right. But I'm holding it. Yeah. So I, you, yeah. I don't have to actually physically hold something. So you don't have to have room on your devices. Yeah. So one day, guys, oh my God, I'm going to start, I'm going to start printing my photos okay. and everything. That's the thing. I feel like we've, we've come to this point where we we do have an over-reliance on the cloud or things that are just kind of like you know digital yeah and then we don't have like physical things anymore even photos like think about photos i always talk about this but it's like before back in the day when we had the analog what do you call it like the non-digital cameras uh, the um uh, the the, you know analog cameras yeah Yeah. no point and shoot it can be digital yeah but like yeah when we used to have to like film cameras film cameras um but now because everything's digital Oftentimes, we don't print those photos. No. And it's all just out in the fucking, you know, digital landscape. Yeah. But like, this is again, this is what's scary. Like, and I'm not saying that this could happen, guys. (laughs) It's like, but if any of these data centers like went down. They must have multiple backups. They would. Yeah. They'd have to. They'd have to. But then again. But all these natural disasters, who knows? It's going to get hit, you know. Maybe the backups and the backups Uh get hit. Exactly. And anyway, what, guys. Imagine that was. Oh, that, that's another thing I can add to my anxiety list. Imagine, <laughs> imagine everything from the internet gets goes down, and then all of our money is in a cloud, right? Like, well, the banks have data storage centers as well. Yes, but yeah. again, what if I, this is always my fear too? I'm yeah. like, what if one day just like all the digital shit just gets fucking erased, mm-hmm. and then we're all just left being like, okay, so all of the money that we have put into the bank gone mm-hmm. but then you also have to think about like the concept of money is kind of weird now too i mean because yeah. if you think about like my <laughs> my paycheck goes into my account yeah. right no money it's no money it's all digital but technically you have money yeah and then i use my card to buy things i put money into savings and everything but, is digital but nothing no cash is ever withdrawn uh-huh well barely ever very very rarely like the only now. time i ever withdraw cash is like yeah. if i'm going to a wedding and i need to put in a card i know like, and now it's all out in the ether. I know. Apparently. Even when somebody like sometimes my parents will like randomly like maybe I'll buy something and they'll just give me the cash for it. Yeah. And I'll like literally sit on that cash for so long. Yeah. Because I'm like, I because never spend it. Yeah. I'm like always using my cards. I know. So. Yeah, God. And on that positive note, <laughs> that was a very like we had a very, I don't know. Intense uh, episode. Intense <laughs> About the state of the world, oh God. data centers, oh God. climate change. Oh God! Uh, and we guys, we just love to give you guys that dose of positivity Do- every yeah. single week. You know, um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Mm. Uh, I will be leaving tomorrow, but we have pre-recorded <gasps> loads of episodes, multiple, multiple episodes, including yeah. the September exclusive, which is going to be posted on our Patreon page. Yep. So if you want to join our Patreon, it is uh, Patreon.com/slash/the Savage Podcast yep. for that bonus episode every month and all the episodes ad free and mm-hmm. all of the episodes a week earlier than everyone else so definitely join mm-hmm. and um yeah follow us on instagram what else daniel follow us on instagram on tiktok at the savage podcast if you're watching this on youtube give the video a thumbs up 
um, show us some love in the comment yeah. section below. Let's Subscribe. Let's fill those data centers yeah, with our the, content. Exactly. Let's fill those data centers. And um, also, whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, hit that follow and then you'll get updated and give us a rating as well, guys, if you haven't yes. already. Five stars. Um, yeah. No. And uh, yeah. Thank it. you guys so much. And we will talk to you guys soon. Yeah. See you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.